Wednesday Comics to my right, AP18 himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my left, GW himself. Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin. Here once again to tell you the comics coming out last week of October already. And uh, also talk about uh, the book club book. And then we're going to speak about, uh, it's, it's a couple weeks overdue, but you will give you a little shot to finish it up. Uh, the Boys, Season 2. Two? Yeah. Three. Three? Wait. Jesus season three. Christ. Season three. We'll talk about it. See what we thought about it. Think what we thought about Jensen Eccles. Um hearing <laughs> without a shirt on and that nice hair he has. And we'll talk about that later. Oh she's I think I blacked out. Um you know what, actually speaking about blacking out, uh I uh took a little siesta before this on accident and uh we're up- I, I took, that's hey. dangerous marvin that would be a night ender i sit on that remember the one time i did fall asleep and you guys were like marvin yep. marvin <laughs> yeah. like it's been an hour we're not recording tonight we'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs> like we're giving up on you i almost <laughs> did but i only sleep well here's the thing that happened there's an internet outage at my house and i checked and it wasn't an area thing it wasn't just with mine and so i'm waiting it out and it started like at seven and then it was like close to eight and then I just like passed out because it's still not working. Because I was going to wait until late enough to be like, I don't know if this is going to get fixed, guys. Maybe we should reschedule. And then I fell asleep. And then I woke up and I checked and it was working. So that was like 8.45. So, you know, I, my body woke myself up. And those comics need to be talked about. And knew that we had to get this show out there. And knew that hashtag Kizzles one is waiting on the other end of that line ready for me to call them. And so, like, we can't at this point. So, uh, also speaking about my luck, see that's good luck right there. Uh, I was going to mention this on the show because it's it was so so uh, serendipitous. So I say that word um, serendipitous. Serendipitous. Uh, this check this out. Check this out. So my gas mower. All right, I don't know what the fuck happened with this thing. It's, it's <laughs> also just won't work anymore. Sound like shit. So I was trying to fix it. I finally gave up. I have this electric mower that you got to plug in, but it's like a fourth of the size of my other mower. So I knew it was going to take a long time to do my lawn. And normally my lawn, I would say, get that motherfucker down, like cut 40 minutes. All right. With this electric one, I was uh, one sixth done and it was an hour already. So, you know. Oh, my God. So I was dude. like, holy and you don't shit. even have that big a lawn. That's what I'm saying. You should see how small this thing is. It's like I'm, oh, I'm you know, a uh, uh, eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So Ooh. it's like a Roomba mowing? <laughs> no, it's, it's bigger than that. Maybe. Eight and a half by 11. It's like man. probably a, the Roomba's you know what? bigger. Roomba actually is a good, but imagine if it was a box shape or rectangle. That's okay. kind of what we're dealing with. Wow. Anyway, so I'm doing it. I got an extension cord 100 feet doing it. And then I realized <laughs> that it kind of gets stuck and I can't like finish the front part of my lawn because it's not out of the extension cord. 
far enough. And so I'm like, how the fuck am I going to plug this in? So I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm sitting up front. And like, I guess I could do it inside, but then I'm going to leave the door kind of like open or maybe try to close the door with the thing in there. And then what if bugs get in? I'm thinking it's hot outside. Meanwhile, I'm thinking about this. A whole caravan shows up. That guy is like, hey, we're from this church over here. And we're just going by and see if anybody needs help with their lawn. Do you need help? And I told him. No fucking I told way. him what was going on. And he said, oh, yeah, we'll do the rest for you. You can just put that away then. Oh, my God, And they God, fucking, dude. they did it more than I would have done. Pulled weeds, everything. It edged what? this motherfucker down. And so I said, I got to probably give these guys a couple uh, couple bucks here, for donation for the church. Can't just be uh, out here. Uh, I was watch- going to say. I put away everything, and I was like, I felt kind of weird just watching them. But I was like, what am I going to do? Because my <laughs> shit doesn't work. I'm not going to grab uh, one of their things. You guys want a beer? <laughs> That's why I was like, hey, I, I left real quick, and I was like, I was going to get cash. Uh, guy didn't want the cash. Not even as a donation. So, uh, got some free lawn service, and I'm telling you, I'm going to roll here with this. Good luck. Jeez, Marvin. Yeah, so my lawn... Why don't you go get a couple of lotto tickets? You know what? I thought about it today. I said, you know what? I got to go grab some couple scratchers. Who knows? I might come out of this uh, uh, 10K ahead, and I could buy all the copies of uh, Superman number one that I want. Now, that's new for the two one, where I can't afford the old shit. 10K is not enough for that. I'm talking, I go get George Perez, you know... Superman number one. Those are out there somewhere, right? Dollars? Dollar each? I don't know. I don't know. If those are out there for a dollar, they're overcharged. All right? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, and you guys uh, used to read the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from uh, Boom Studios. So uh, my youngest son is into Power Rangers recently. Mm -hmm. And we went to the comic shop because uh, 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 John Runyon found... Deep in the dungeons of uh, Rainbow Comics, that a long time ago, John Boylan dropped off a copy of Holland Files for me. I never got it. I, I didn't even know it was there, to be honest. And uh, so we went in there and I got that. And he wanted to get a comic and he saw Power Rangers, just some random issue. All right. And I go, okay, I guess we could just read it. I mean, if there's Power Rangers in it, that's, that's all he wants to see is Power Rangers. The cover was a variant and it had all the Power Rangers on it. Open that shit up. No Power Rangers. That whole issue. Oh. It was when Margaret Bennett was writing it. I of- mean, it's only the there's only twelve Power Rangers series going on right now. And there was a That's lot a- of space battles and, and mechs and shit, but no Power Rangers. Yeah, they're they're trapped, man. Yeah, I don't know. He was disappointed. He literally said, Where's the Power Rangers? And I said, I no clue. You should have just gone to the long boxes there and looked in the beginning. Yeah, but he picked it out. So, mm, you know, fair. That's how it goes. What are you going to do? He, he doesn't have the luck I had. That's why. If I were to picked it out, yeah. Power Rangers on every page. <laughs> My kid over here, he ain't got the luck yet. <laughs> Not that much to ask for a Power Rangers comic, you know? So, it, I, I feel for your son. It literally read like, almost like uh, Mano X of War uh, that I used to get over at, Ver- uh, at Valiant. It was like all like science fiction space battles, no Power Rangers whatsoever, which would have been fine. Like if I'm into it and like it's like telling the lore of of that whole situation, that's fine. But a kid wants to see some, you know, red, green, yellow, black Power Rangers. That's some space battles. Speaking of which, we also I was going to say we've been playing that Power Rangers uh, fighting game. Oh, that did the Shattered Grid. Yeah. And yes. I didn't realize that they made the movie Power Rangers, the newest ones, canon, like 
they're part, they're like a different version of the Power Rangers, I guess, in that universe. Mm-hmm. So I forget what they call them. Like Xeno something. I don't know what the fuck they call them. Anyways, I thought it was cool because that movie, I feel like, didn't get the the good chick that it should have got. You know what I mean? I, I agree. And okay. now it's going to take a million years uh, for Hasbro to make another one. And they can't get that cast back because that cast is like all popular now. Yeah, they're all uh, doing other shit. I mean, they could get them back. You pay enough money, you get anybody back. Yeah, it, it'd be a lot harder. If I if I had met because that well, one the main character, the red one, went off to do Stranger Things. Um, I don't know what he's doing now. Obviously, because he died. R.I.P. Billy. Billy. <laughs> um, but if I ever saw him, I would say, "Hey, you should go do that." You know, go convince them Power Rangers too. You gotta follow your heart. That there's, there's no, no way the hill can inside of our hearts. Heart. Just remember that we're still here. The time has come to change it all, to wash away your fear. We only have to stick together. The good times are so near. Follow you. Wow. Here we go. Comments coming up for this week. Uh, 830, 831. Alex, can you tell me why July and August have 31 days? Uh, no. <clears throat> no, I can't. Nope. Usually alternates, but not these two. Hmm. See, and that's the thing. I always think that August has 30, so does September, and then all the rest of the... I always think November has 31, and it only has 30. So, apparently, uh, there were some other months that uh, they had a... Pun- you know what? February got... Got punished. Excuse me, I got hiccups, everybody. Yeah. Uh, February got punished. Only if October had 31, but it doesn't. Only 30. Nothing happens on 31st 31. that month. Nothing. Yeah. Minor threats number 104. <laughs> Patton Oswald, Jordan Bloom, uh, Scott Hepburn. Oh, Jordan Bloom. I thought it said Jason Bloom, and I thought it was Bloom House. I know. Right? If it was Jason Bloom. I, I mean, like, I'm getting it. Sorry, not to interrupt Alex, but I thought it was Jason Bloom as well. I was like, wow, what a vibrant cover for Jason Bloom to be involved. And Jason and Patton Oswald. It's hard out here yeah. for a supervillain, not the world conqueror, chaos engine, and arch nemesis, but the little guys, the ones who put on the uniforms, knock over jewelry stores, and get tied to poles. And things are gonna about to get worse. The psychotic stick man has murdered Kid Dusk, sidekicked at Twilight City's premier crime fighter, the Insomniac, the Insomniac's teammates are tearing Twilight apart, turning it into a police state desperate to capture Stickman and the Insomniac from crossing that final line, in which he may never come back from. Caught in the middle are the small-time C-list villains finding it impossible to walk down the street without being harassed by these heroes. With a bounty on the Stickman's head, former villain Playtime decides to assemble a ragtag team of villains to take down Stickman and kill him themselves. Alex? You know what I? One, it was a, it was a number one. Spoilers, to everybody. Again, I haven't read shit. I've been reading Stephen King now and playing Turtles. I'm still I'm a busy man. But I saw this one tonight, and I looked, and I was like, you know what? Excuse me. This seems like a book I would want to read. And for the fact that I could only see like Spider-Man villains decide to actually team up and to go fight a bigger baddie, because none of them could do it on their own. That makes me excited. All these characters who are C-list villains, and obviously they're made up on their own. They're nothing to do with any big, big teams. But it made me super excited to have this new idea. Not even new idea. 
new thing. Put put the phone directly in your ear right now. I can't. I'm just trying to scare you, so you stop hiccuping. No, no. You know what? Send me a, a video of a spider thing. Scare the shit right out of me. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh. This looks. You know what this reminds me of, and and uh, not really. It kind of almost is like uh, the Donny Cates. What was that series called? Buzzkill. The Paybacks. Well, wasn't Buzzkill more about the villains? Or am I wrong? No, Buzzkill was the guy who was going through AA, and every time he'd drink caffeine or smoke or drink. Alcohol, he'd get different powers. Different powers from that. Okay, yeah, I guess Payback's kind of like that too. A ragtag, uh, like weird kind of team of C-less villains. That was C-less heroes instead. Um, Scott Hepburn on uh, the art kind of reminds me. I've been reading uh, <laughs> Chip's uh, series, Chip Zdarsky on uh, Comicsology original, uh, the All Nighter, and it's uh, so good. Yeah, it kind of looks like this. At least that cover, and. Uh, that also feels like this type of vibes, you know, that kind of uh, people dressing up in ridiculous garbs and uh, trying to save the day. So there you go. Minor threats. Pat Oswald, a comedian on his own right, pretty successful. Also a writer on a bunch of things. Um, uh, R.I.P. Modoc, the series canceled. Uh, he was the voice of Modoc, and uh, now he's going to do minor threats. A, a comedian that he was very close to or is very close to and somebody who he's worked a lot with. Um, Mr. Um, oh Jesus, I, cr- I just had it and I lost it. Who was the other writer? Jerry Dugan on Deadpool, along with Posen, Posen, Brian Posen. Uh, so it's not unheard of that uh, somebody would come in and, and a comedian to kind of like work with a writer and for it to be uh, pretty great. So I, I would imagine we might get that here. So Moon Knight, Black, White, Blood, number four of four. Christian Canwell, Nadia Samus, uh, Alex Linz, Banastonia, Dante, Rod Rice, right on that cover there. Rod Rice, a name I've not heard since the days of Cal. Uh, what do you think here, uh, Garrett? Uh, I've been liking this series. I mean, I feel like there's not a lot coming out this week, personally. And uh, this looks good. Um, I've enjoyed the rest of the series. Uh, Moon Knight's obviously pretty hot right now. Um, when stories are told right, uh, I enjoy it. And so I don't know the creative teams on this one. Um, but yeah, they've all been good so far. I I like those series where they have like, it's like black, white blood or blue, white blood or whatever kind of white, black blood it is. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, four, four. So that thing ends, uh, today or tomorrow, excuse me. So, uh, RIP. (laughs) <laughs> is that Moon Knight series still going on? Yeah, I think it is, right? Mm-hmm, it is. So this is just a little mini thing. There you go. Uh, the reason why I was just uh, talking to kill some time because... Hashtag guest sells one, the entertainment king, straight out of the entertainment capital of the world. How are we doing today? Hashtag guest sells one. Hashtag guest host one is doing well. 
You know, I, I would do better if at Universal Studios would give me lifetime theme park passes, but we'll let it be for now. Would you let me let me throw something your way because I got contacts over there and I, I can talk to them anytime you want me to. Now, okay. they will offer you a lifetime pass only if you test out a new ride for them in their Super Nintendo <laughs> land that they're building. Uh, it is called Bowser's Castle, and they're putting actual lava in this ride, and they're not sure if the cart can withstand the lava. Will you go on it? Yeah, I'll just do parkour if I need to. <laughs> if you survive, <laughs> you get the pass. Oh, you to do. You're strapped into the chair, legs and arms, unable to move. I'll dislocate my shoulder like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. I'm I covered. forgot to tell you, you're in a Bowser suit. <laughs> you should survive. I will. I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Corey, I called you, uh, this early for, in the show, because we were going over the comics this week, and I just wanted to let you know, Amazing Fantasy number 1000, Kurt Busick and various writers, Jim Chung, various artists, John Reader Jr. Mm-hmm. right on the cover there. Uh, Spider-Man hits issue 1000. I guess it's Spider-Man hits you. It's Amazing Fantasy, bro. Uh, we're going to celebrate... <coughs> With our thousandth issue of all Amazing Fantasy and all Star Roster, we got Anthony Falcone, the obviously King of Kings, Dan Slott himself, Ho Chi Anderson, Jonathan Hickman, Kurt Busick, Michael Cho, Neil Gaiman, Rainbow Rowell, uh, Giuseppe Camicoli, Jim Chung, Marco Cicchetto, Oliver Coppell, wow. Ryan Stegman, Steve McNiven, Terry Dotson, Todd Nuck, and more for this one here. Uh, I was just calling you, and if you can shed some history... Amazing Fantasy 1000. Uh, uh, are they allowed to do this? Is this coming out this week? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, how much is it? $8. God, I thought I was finally, I've gone to my local comic book shop three weeks in a row. And I was like, I'm so, I was so happy to have a break this week. But I, I mean, I am a fan, so I will go to the comic shop tomorrow. But. I thought you only, why, you go every week. Even, why don't you just look up online when the Spider-Man book comes out? Well, no, I had to because the reason I had to go three weeks in a row <laughs> is because the first week I checked, they were, I can only go on, you know, I hashtag Gizmo's one likes to stay, you know, nice and fit. So he only goes to the comic <laughs> shop on Wednesdays when he takes a day off from the gym. And this place is 20 minutes away from my work and then 20 minutes away from me. So anyway, when I wanted my book. God forbid, 20 uh, minutes, huh? They, they, they were delayed. So I had to go the following week. So I waited till next week, Wednesday. So that's two to get it. And then the regular time when the issue comes out, that was three. And now I was like, oh, I don't have anything this week. Um, but now I'll have to go pick that up. Hmm. Wow. <clears throat> is Spider Man even going to be in it? Because if he's not in it, I don't know. I'll debate it. He is going to be in it. <laughs> is he going to be in it? I'll go get it. It doesn't show me anything about what the actual stories are. I think I heard something about like. Oh, here's some more people credited in the inside: Jordy Belair, uh, Rachel Dotson, Todd Klein, Dotson. Matthew Wilson. We got Dotson here. Rachel Rosenberg. J.P. Mayer, Ariana Mayer, Klaus Johnson, Michael Cho. Did I say that right? I think so. Uh, there you go. But how could they... Did, did, 
Amazing Fantasy is not a book that's coming out right now. So they just added that with I don't it. know. I don't know where the 1,000 comes from because I thought they were up to like maybe 30. <laughs> that's what I'm asking you. How can <laughs> they, who, are they allowed? Did they combine this with some other comic to make Amazing Fantasy 1,000? I don't know. You are At the this point. I, I'm disappointed. You are the Spider-Man historian. Hey, there's only one. Yeah, but there's only one amazing fantasy you need to know about. And that's number 15. Everything else is mute. Mm. And the amazing fantasy title. So. Stop doing that. God. Uh, Corey. Is that the laugh from Goodfellas? No, it's not. It's Cape Fear. Damn it. Uh, Corey also, uh, as the entertainment king of the entertainment world, uh, right in the entertainment capital of that world, uh, question for you. She-Hulk episode two, you watch it? I did watch it. What do we think compared to the first? Better or worse? She mid Hulk uh, has been pretty uh, okay. You know? um, <laughs> Come on, that second I, episode didn't do anything. You know I what? mean, it was fine. Like, it, I, again, it's just like it's all been fine, but it's not like great. And I, I found just, the CGI was worse in the second episode. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> I find the main actress. Wonderful, uh, but mm-hmm. some of the writing is kind of cringe sometimes. Right, most the of fourth the time. wall breaking is not like if they're wanting it to land like Deadpool, it is definitely. And I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't not. understand if like they're trying to be tongue in cheek or if it's trying to be serious because they try to like escape both of them. Mm-hmm. And right. I don't think it's found its footing yet. I hope that it does. Like I feel like it should be almost kind of like the Good Place, kind of like that kind of show. If they want to do yeah. that kind of fourth wall breaking, but it won't go there hundred percent completely, and so like, which well, honestly, it's also well, this... it's also going to be nine episodes, but you can tell they're stretching it so thin. I'm like, just make it six. Which well, is funny. All this media, like all the media, they got to see the first four episodes. They all say the first two are the rockiest, and then by three and four, you're loving it. Hopefully, well, now, like... now we have to worry about Hulk. He's gone, so yeah, but. <clears throat> You know, besides Gene Mid-Hulk, I thought, you know, you're going to ask about potentially Andor tomorrow night. Oh, I forgot about Rings that. Or Rings of Power Thursday. Oh, or, did you see that yeah. thing I sent our group that I bought something on Amazon? They shipped it in a Rings yeah, of Power chest. Yeah, he commented on it. Chest? Wasn't that yeah, cool? Yeah, that's awesome. Isn't Rings yeah, of Power coming out tomorrow? Uh, Thursday. I thought it was Thursday. Oh, it is the first? All right. Yep. Two episodes, yeah. but I won't be able to watch till next week. Sadly, mm, I'm gonna watch them. Oh well, of course. There we go. I'm seeing you this weekend, and you won't be able to watch a show. What else is not? Um, sorry, some of us have to travel when we're going to different states. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage and Face Off. <laughs> no, it's ooh, uh, that would be here. a good one. Then did you guys hear the rumor about Mr. Fantastic on who it's probably going to be and who called it? Did we hear about it? This is why we have you. I don't have to read that shit because I know you're coming. One Penn Badgley, I saw. Yep. That'd be cool. Who? You better believe it. (laughs) Uh. Oh, you. Who would you Uh, say? Penn Badgley from you and Gossip Girl. Oh. I see. Uh, Yeah. I'm not into it. Too young. 
Too well, young. That's what they got to decide. I mean, that's. I mean, we'll I honestly thought you said Ted Mosley, weeks. and I thought I was like that guy. You know, I'm telling so, you. You know, I can kind of see it. Also, I can't. I don't see it. And he looks just. But you do know. You guys do know what the best thing is right now in the show world, right? <laughs> what? What? House, House of Dragon. Haven't oh yeah. I, how are you and the other three people that are watching it doing? Dude, that's a lie because guess what? The second episode had the most I know, views in I HBO know. history. To be fair, so he is I correct. Know, over over ten million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows don't shows don't get that kind of audience it's anymore. So good. You know what the weird thing is? Like what I'm watching on HBO Max right now is uh, Harley Quinn and Primal. I don't have time to watch these other TV shows. I still have yet to watch Miss Marvel. You guys have just Alex, talked about She Hulk, so I don't need to watch it yet. Alex, we know. Uh, did you see that there was a comic coming out this week uh, that's in that Harley Quinn universe that's written by the show writers? Oh, really? No, From I didn't DC. See that. Yeah, There's like a lot of Harley annual. stuff coming out this week, I saw. Yeah, Harley Quinn's main book annual, and then the show is getting an annual comic. Hmm. Alex, you don't have to tell us that you haven't watched the show. We understand that you're stuck on these games and stuff. So, I no, no, I just told you I watched other shows. Gosh, watched shows that matter to me. I don't know. I still cannot get myself convinced to even watch Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel's good. I liked Miss Marvel. Yeah, it's good. Miss Marvel is good. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, Obi Mid Kenobi or she. Listen, Marvel. it was the saving grace <laughs> when fucking Obi Wan was coming I out. I don't get too shit about watching uh, Douchebag Kenobi. I'm I got other stuff to do. Hold up, whoa, ben. whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I do you have some fears you, about. Sir. That's why. That's why it's a good thing we do the show now online. So I'm not in the same mood with you. So when I talk shit about Star Wars, I'm cool. Speaking of which, Star Wars and yeah, or you am, said. I am Corey, kinda, said, like, I am kind of nervous about Andor, a mid rogue story. Yeah, I mean, who Hold knows? Garrett, Garrett, quiet. That's for Corey. <laughs> Let that sit in. All right. I mean, that the danger that has going into it um, is like we know the main character. What happens to him eventually? So they're never gonna ever to put him. Oh, spoilers! If you haven't seen Rogue One, he dies. <laughs> he dies. God damn. Um, um, uh, it's it's your fault. It's already greenlit for two seasons. So, who is the uh, the other actor in it? I don't know. I have no I mean, idea. I know he's how many the lead, episodes but... are dropping tomorrow. I have no idea. I didn't even know. I thought it wasn't until September that it's dropping. Stellan Sarsgaard is going to be good in that show, I bet. I heard it was like four episodes dropped tomorrow or something. <laughs> you really? Know, I thought Andor was later. I don't the, one, the one thing, it says it comes out here, first episode date is September 21st, bro. Yeah, I got pushed back, bro. Yeah, September 21st, you loser. Is it really? Yeah, man. Wow, entertainment king, my ass. Jesus Christ, we call this guy <laughs> oh, for the scoop. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to release the first three on that day. Oh, damn. Why don't you use well, no. Google, you so, idiot? Um, sorry, and, you know, Sam, <laughs> guess who told me? Scientist Sam said that it was this week. I always so. blame Well, it looks like you're both going to have some heartbreak tomorrow. Hey, I got some more information that you got incorrect. Rings of Power comes out on Friday. Not Thursday. No, no, it got, it's no, saying it's coming out an earlier. Time. I saw that. 
That one, let me see. For I don't that see. One, I just looked at a news story Friday. four hours ago. It says. No, it's not. September first at six p.m. Pacific time. It got moved up a day. If you go see, send Insider, me that information because I don't see it. Huh? I no. said you gotta send me the information because I don't see it. But let me let me talk about one real quick about Andor. It'll oh, be in the it's U.S. On. It's it September first. The rest of the world it's September second. It says ET at p.m. At 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time. So 9 p.m. Eastern is what central? Eight. 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 <laughs> so it'll drop at eight on the first. Yes. Suck it, Jerry. Corey, you have any more uh, 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 incorrect information? Well, no, I'm happy now that I don't have to watch uh, Andor a mid Rogue One story tomorrow night. So uh, you're happy that you don't have to watch. You never had to watch. Yeah, you never had to watch it. Well, no, I do because (laughs) (laughs) I like to complain about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. See, the thing is that they put it out there. You can choose not to watch the garbage. And you are telling yourself you have to do it. So guess what? You are the one to blame. You get to make your own choices. You have free will, dude. Yeah, look at Alex. He doesn't. He doesn't. Nobody tells him what to do. Anything. Alex yeah, doesn't yeah. finish Stranger Things. Corey. And even when you guys do, Alex, what do the actual f, dude? Finish Stranger Things. What are you waiting? You for? know what the weird thing though is that <laughs> the first half everyone couldn't start talking about. Second half. No one said anything about it, so it must not what? be that That's great. That's so not true. Yeah, if you're living under a rock. Well, I am in the basement. <laughs> oh, um, you need some air. Get some I air, buddy. Guess what? I'm watching Cobra Kai here uh, in Alex, 10 days. I will be less oh, tra- yeah. I'll be less dramatic than hey, them, but yeah. I will agree. I heard tons of people talking about the last two episodes, so I don't know what, where you've been. But Yeah. Um, next Friday, uh, hashtag our Wednesday comic fans, uh, set Cobra Kai season five. We're Nobody cares. On season five. Nobody cares. I'm gonna watch Cobra it all. Kai. It's almost day. over. Thank God. It's never over. It's almost over. <laughs> Have you watched it all, Marvin? I've not seen one episode of that show. What? Oh, you're missing oh, out, you Marvin. Missing out. It's good dude. shit. Listen, they lost me at the next Karate Kid. All right. <laughs> Hey, you know what? That was a directed DVD sequel. Just Karate let it go. dancing's a real thing, okay? Uh. Yeah, instead of sweep the leg, it's throw mud in the eye. <laughs> well, maybe, I'll give it a shot, maybe, but I don't know. I doubt it. It has nothing Dude, to do with good. Hillary Swank movie. Season one's amazing. It's definitely like the best season. They're all really good, but season one's like really good. All right. You know what? I like the show, but I'm not going to tell you that's the best show I've ever seen. I just do enjoy it. So, Corey, you wow, to... Alex, that's the most positive thing you've ever said about any media ever. <laughs> 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 I can't believe you had it in you. <laughs> I'm glad that Marvin got it recorded so we can always call back to this moment. One time, Alex said something nice about things he usually calls garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously trying to think if you said anything positive about anything else. I don't think so, not since you've been on. (laughs) (laughs) Today? No, not today. No, he hasn't been. I was going to say, I think the last thing, entertainment-wise, that he was 100% positive Well, I mean, I guess I would always throw out, like, hey, uh, at MCU, do better, like always. Um, At Warner Brothers, uh, make up your mind. 
Um, <laughs> they lost see, Legendary Studios, Mr. Entertainment King. Oh, yeah, the Godzilla's good. They're being fished elsewhere. Yeah. Oh, also a superhero thing that I heard is very good that I have not seen or that is decent is the Samaritan with, uh, you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone. I know. I want to see that. That's Sylvester Stallone. I heard nice work, so I'll check it out. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want to sign <laughs> Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. Are you going to be in Creed 3? You better, because that was a terrible exit otherwise. Oh, I'm sorry. That's too mean. Don't come at me. Come at, at Garrett Walls. That's, <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my at, but nice. Corey. Yes. Sign off, please. Get the Sign fuck up. out of okay. here. Okay. <laughs> this is another uh, drop of knowledge with hashtag guest host one. Stay classy, San Francisco. Right. And at everything, at me for free stuff. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know how many times I said, hey, can you sign off, please? <laughs> I just kept fucking going. <laughs> I was like, God damn, this motherfucker's going to be here all night. Um, I had everything. <laughs> Give me God. free stuff. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's good. Uh, He's built up to it for three weeks. <laughs> asking for no. free stuff. Now instead of asking anyone specific, everyone, give me free stuff. Hey, uh, for all of you that, uh, for all of you that love hashtag guest host one, uh, we have a ton of new shirts that are on our store now that you guys should all go uh, check out uh, on uh, T Public. So, so when this face could be on one of them. Yeah, you could have them next to your one of your nipples while you wear that shirt. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Just go to WednesdayComics.com and, and click on the website link and it'll bring you straight to that site. Uh, so those are comics brought to you by RainbowComicsAndCars.com. Uh, obviously, as he just stated, the person who brought tons of information to Amazing Fantasy 1000 uh, <laughs> and also to Andor did none of it correct. Uh, but uh, brought to you by RainbowComicsAndCards.com. They have more right information than this guy. So go there. You're in good hands. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Alex, what about this weather? Are we getting into fall or what? Fall is almost here. You know what? You know it's almost fall when you wake up and it used to be almost sunny at 6 in the morning. Guess what? That bitch is still dark. And at night? I wake up. And at night, I took the dog, took uh, my dog for a walk at... Eight o'clock, got home by eight twenty. Walked in two minutes later, pitch black. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Cool air, that changing in the lead, coming around the corner. Low rain, maybe come Saturday, but guess what? It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Get your last nice, you know, lawn trim in. I obviously did. I called the crew and they came over and helped me out. But get a nice lucky in. bastard <laughs> and uh, and uh, winterize it. You know, keep it alive, and then uh, here, come, here comes fall. You know, I actually lost a lot of my trees due to that uh, that disease thing that was going around. What's it called ash borer? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I might not get that many leaves this year. I just got some evergreens. So. But you know, the weird thing is, you don't have to have trees for leaves to come into your yard. Yeah, I got a fucking laser, and the second it touches my lawn, I just shoot it. Pew. <laughs> 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 New system over here. Now some squirrels die because of this. But you gotta <laughs> sacrifice to have a clean lawn. So. 
Bless you. You should have you would have one sweet lawn. Like it'd be so immaculate because of all the squirrel guts that would now fall on your floor, on your grass. <laughs> Blood meal, bone meal, gut meal. Mm, those sound like some pretty shitty. That's just meals, like in uh, Cult of the Lamb over there. I made them cannibals so that way we have meat when somebody dies in the cult. Cut them up. Don't worry, I'm eating everything. They don't throw up anymore. They used to throw up when I fed them humans, but not anymore. So, mm. <laughs> talking about the squirrels now, or <laughs> your people? In the oh, game? oh, yeah, <laughs> squirrels. Uh, hey, Garrett, we have a book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents The Wake by Scott Snyder and art by Sean Murphy. Hell yeah, number one. Yeah, where's the theme, man? I I know. I fucked up. Book club. <laughs> Book club. There. That just sounded like uh, <laughs> a Looney Tune character. Good. Here you, Here you go. Oh, do it again. Do it again. Wednesday Comics Football Club, Alex? Book I mean, Garrett? Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents. Son of a bitch. Book club. Uh, the Wake. Scott Snyder. Sean uh, Gordon. Sean Murphy and uh, Matthew Wilson, I believe, <laughs> on the uh, colors there. Uh, Alex, you picked this. It's a comic book came out in uh, 2013? 14? No, I want to say 2014. This is coming off the dome. I don't even know if this for sure. I'll look it up here in a second. But And as we know, the dome is sacred and it knows all. All right? This is the new steel trap. That's why yours is not good anymore, Alex. I fucking stole it in the middle of the night. You believe it. Uh, this comic by Scott Snyder very early on. This is when he was still doing, I believe, I don't know. I don't think he had his Batman run yet. He, no, he did. Definitely did. But it was very early on. This is a Vertigo comic when Vertigo was still around. Um, Sean Murphy just doing art at this point. I'm not sure if he's an American Jesus at this point. Um, American Jesus? Is that his book? Or is that Mark Miller? That's Mark Jesus? Miller. Punk Rock. No. Yep, Punk Rock Jesus. Punk Rock Jesus, sorry. And uh, Matthew Wilson still doing colors, obviously. Um, uh, I was right, 2014. Damn. What did I say? So suck it. I said what? 20, I said 2013, 2014, did I? Yeah, I didn't even waver. I just told you 2014. All right. Well, I was around there. Uh, this is a story of uh, our main character. She basically is separated from her husband, uh, lost custody rights to her child, but she kind of is busy with her work anyways. She is a specialist in uh, whales, whale sounds, uh, dolphins, porpoises, if you will, sounds. Um, the world... Uh, well, actually, no, she works on a research base that is kind of not associated with any government. She used to work for the NOAA, um, but... She kind of got fired from that, and so now she works here. They come to her, and they say, hey, we need you to figure out what this sound is. Can you come? And if you do, we'll help you get your kid back. Because she was not into it until he's like, hey, I'll, like instantly when he's like, I'll help you get your kid back, she's like, all right, I need this, this, and this. And he's like, okay. Um, they get there. There's the crew, uh, a Carl Sagan kind of person there 
who is the uh, person who is into kind of uh, creatures, cryptology, as, as you will. Uh, a bigger guy that kind of looks like a Jason Statham character. Um, he looks like he's maybe the muscle, a little uh, rough and tough. And then her former boss, actually, Bobby, uh, is there. And uh, they all told, told different things about why they would be there. You know, tissue sample... Uh, what was the other one? Tissue sample, voice. Your folklore and like I said, oh, a relic. And he's like, "Yeah, that's all true. I got all of those." And as the issue goes on, we kind of realize that they not only do they have the voice, this recording of this voice that they, I say voice, but it's a sound. Um, but they don't know what exactly it is. They actually have the creature contained, and we see that because uh, it bites somebody in the neck. And then it kind of does a little page turn, which I, it's been a while since I read a, a Scott Snyder book, um, especially around this time. He loved the page turn at this point. And when you page turn, uh, even digitally, um, and then you get that, that full page Sean Murphy of that creature. Uh, it really is a, a great moment. I, I, Alex, would you agree? Um, I remember reading this back in the day, but I forgot how cinematic this book was. I, I was really impressed with this book actually it was not it did not have the i'm gonna call it the cliche scott snyder-esque where there's not too much talking there's not too much dialogue this was a nice mix of scott and murphy doing this together and like you said how cinematic this really does feel like this would be a movie and it's fantastic hmm i think i had a different view on the first issue i liked the first couple pages and not a lot of the rest of it. You didn't um, like the prior stuff? No, the prior stuff was the best part of the issue. The chapter one was my favorite part of the whole issue. Um, I always have a problem with team books where they're dropping names for 12 people all at once. And I have to like follow all these characters without even getting to know like the main one that well. That always bugs me. So I know like the main characters Lee, but all the rest of the characters, I'm like leader guy. Uh, then you got Lee, uh, smart man, hunter dude. Like, I just, I don't like that. Um, I thought the monster looked cool in the tube and like seeing what he will become. You know, I, I had never read this when you guys did. So I always thought the wake would be like, it'd be like a slow build. Like we would not see the creature until like a couple issues in. So I was kind of surprised they uh, showed us uh, what they did in this issue. Um, yeah. As far as like a hook to get into the issue two, I don't think it was there for me. I gotta be like, I love the, like the art was good, but I also disagree with the dialogue. I thought there was so much damn dialogue that I couldn't even see the art. Cause there was so much talking. Whoa, man. I'm surprised. Usually you and I are on board on the same part of how I know. I, I wanted to like it. And like, the, I mean, I'm not saying I hated it. I like the first couple pages, like, oh, I loved. I thought it was so good. But then it's just like right away, it was just, and I get it's the beginning of the story, so it's going to build. But I was just like, man, I I was a little bored. Oh. Sadly. Oh. But the art, <laughs> immaculate, like always. I know. Like I'm looking at it right now. I'm like that panel where all the in the in the future where like there's water sloshing across buildings and this giant monster is like walking around. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I, and I will say over the especially the first part of this book, the first six issues, six, five. Five issues. Five. 
Sean Murphy definitely is doing a masterclass with these five issues. Like, and I will say this, Garrett. I know, I know. I I'm not trying to convince you otherwise, uh, because mm-hmm. you're not, you're actually not 100 percent wrong. There was a little uh, dialogue that not that it was too much, but there's a little dialogue I felt that was um, a little cliche. But otherwise, I thought it was fine. Um, and I and but once again, love the first issue, love it. But if you think that that character reveal is like the whole thing, like. There's more to it than just that guy, I'll say at this point. But um uh I think I'm excited that you Garrett again to read this for the first time. And I mean I haven't read this in eight years, so it's like uh-huh. rereading it for me. But I'm excited oh, yeah, for so you to get to witness this the first time around. And then to be fair, you not liking it, who knows? You may get to the fifth issue and love it or Right. You may find that this really wasn't a book for you, and I punished you for some reason. And Garrett, if you just be like me and just don't remember anybody's name, then that part's not that bad. I know, but when they're trying to have me connect with characters, and I'm like, I literally know zero things about you. Did you hear what I just called them? Jason Statham, Bobby Boy? (laughs) Like, Well, then I'm looking at that last part that's like 100,000 years ago. Again, great art. And there's some cool oh. doohickey in the past. I'm like, I'm sure they're going to explain it. But also, what the F is this? They will. And I don't remember how. And I don't remember what that is. And I will agree also. Like, I feel like. And Alex. This is not a spoiler, I don't feel like. But that part of it leads to something later on, which I feel like is the part that me and Alex remember not liking. So, Well, and, and that's the thing I'm excited about reading this book is that when Marvin and I read it. I think we did the first five, and then there must have been a hiatus. There was. I remember that because I was reading this issue and be like, this would be, because we say it all the time in the show, it'd be nice to go back to a book that was fucking so delayed, and I feel like that ruined the story because it was such a gap in between to just read it through and see if it was that that caused that issue for us. And this is going to be a case of that because between five and six, I remember there was a huge hiatus, and I remember being like, is this book coming out still? And then finally it came out, and then... The story kind of really takes a, a left turn that it doesn't even feel like the same book anymore. But also, it might have been because of that big, uh, that big uh, gap. Who knows? Well, I remember when Marvin and I read this, we got through five. And this is when Marvin and I were reading the same books for the most part, getting caught up on stuff. We would talk about it. Had it been just before we met Garrett, before we really became uh, homie G's. Uh, and that's all that I want to know. Now I'm excited. Even I forgot all about the hiatus to know that whether or not this book really does suck ass at the last five or hey, Alex, yo, we might've been, you know, some babies back in the day and, and thought this was a long wait. And we hadn't read it. We hadn't realized that saga was going to come eventually and, and break us in terms of waiting because between right. issue five and six, it was November, 2013 and then February of 2014. Hey, so we're whiny damn. bitches. It was, it was only four months, but it, God damn it, it felt like four years. Well, you know, the weird thing is that, like, back because that would only be about a year and a half after I got into comic books, full heartedly got into them. That is a long wait. I mean, it didn't used to be a four month wait. It was every month there was a book. And for you to have to go from the new year into not having a book for two months, I mean, come on. Do you, do you know what the newest victim is right now? For us, are the the biggest uh, crime? Fucking Lazarus, baby. Where the fuck is Lazarus? Black Monday murders. 
That's never come well, back. Well, that already got delayed. Lazarus was here had a delay and was like, we're back. Yeah, and then... You're right. Uh, even, um, what's the other one? Black Magic is the other one. He's oh, man, the guy can't even do a previously on, so I don't think he's going to make any anytime soon. What has Greg Rucka been up to? Like, what's that guy doing? I he's he, doing research. He's doing, he's working on the Lazarus TV show. Uh, yeah, well, your comic book fans are just <laughs> are just waiting. We're just yeah, waiting here. We went through the same thing with Rick Remender. At least he's waiting. He's doing the show and then going to come back and kick its ass. Where when Rick was doing the show, he's like, well, let me still write an issue here. Jared, I have yeah, good news for you. Shit. Prison huh. number six came out August 18th, 2021. So a year ago. <laughs> the next issue is scheduled to come out September 28th of this year. Whoa. But that's only the la- number seven. Who knows about anything else? Uh, you know what? I think that might be true because I did pre-order that one. And speaking of legendary, you're talking about them before. They did buy the rights to Lazarus and are developing it for Amazon. So, hmm. Alex, I will say about this comic, excited to read the rest. Very cinematic. Very, I like the mood. I like the setting. I like the dystopian, you know, futuristic uh, kind of books, especially when we bring in cryptozoology. Uh, hits all my boxes, especially at the time. I'll tell you this, and I will disagree with this part about what Garrett's saying. I feel like Scott does know how to do a number one issue, and I feel like I like that cliffhanger. Uh, like American Vampire, excellent first issue. This excellent first issue. Um, how he ends things maybe as leaves a little bit to desire because obviously, also he's a his hero is uh, Mister Stephen King, who also does not end things. Um, but I feel like at least with first issues. He. This is also, I feel like, different than <clears throat> kind of people today. Back when this, like 2013, 2014, I feel like first issues were always like, boom, throw everything in there because you got to hook these guys right away. I think people are more patient now to be like, give them a little bit, give them a little, uh, and and uh, if you want that big bombastic blockbuster like cinematic thing, that's what this is. I feel like, and uh, I know we. With Sean Murphy's art and Matthew uh, Wilson is Matthew Wilson or Matthew Hollinsworth? Wilson, right? Hollinsworth. Hollinsworth. Uh, with those two on the art of the uh, on the helm of the art, I remember feeling like, like you stated, Alex, this could be a movie. Uh, maybe not past five, but at least the first five. It's like very much, you know, the abyss, uh, alien. It feels like so. Uh, I'm excited to read the rest again and and see. If it's uh, as enjoyable as I remember, so when I after reading this issue, it made me want to go back then and read Tokyo Ghost. Oh Garrett God, Ghost. that is yeah, that one. Oof. Garrett and to read uh, Chrononauts again. I, uh, I was just thinking of Chrononauts. I'm like, man, I wonder they're gonna make a second one, and it just never happened. No, they did. They made the they second, did. one. but they're it wasn't make the a second third. Oh, then I read it. <laughs> Because I think Mark Miller, I thought, wrote it. Oh, they were going to make a TV show, too, of that. For the art. I know they're going to make a TV show of that, but I don't think anything ever happened with that. So, uh, Garrett, actually, I have an interesting uh, um, question about the Wake issue mm-hmm. one. Uh, I feel like your girlfriend might like that first issue. It has to do a lot with uh, uh, oceanology. What do you call it? Marine biology? Uh, yeah. And uh, I think... 
remembering what I do about this series, she might enjoy it and relate with that main character. So you should uh, see if she uh, gets into it and maybe we'll talk. Uh, you let us know what she thinks of that first issue. Good. She doesn't like horror, so. Ah, first issues. Um, I, just the first issue. Give her a taste, all right? Uh-huh, yeah, I mean, tell okay, her that last see. page. Might you know? Let her know when the shock's happening. When she's turning the page, say, "Hold up a second here. Be careful." But beyond yeah, that, the blood shock is when that dude ran to the door with his face bloodied. Oh, that's right. Maybe a couple pages before you be like, "Hold up, the guy's gonna come here and he's gonna look like he's a zombie." But that's not what this is. He just got bit in the neck by a fucking ocean monster. All right. <laughs> Speaking about Lazarus and Amazon Studios. Uh, we're also here to talk about a little show called The Boys. The Boys. The Bears. Give me, give me, give me some time to think. I'm in the bathroom looking at me. Facing the mirror is all I'm... Why is this trailer so so soft? So, oh, let me say it again, Cam. I may be a superhero, but I'm also just a man who fell in love with the wrong woman. Just a man who fell for the wrong woman. I am very excited for everyone to meet the real me. There's something wrong with Homelander. There's something broken. He's lost his fucking mind. Love, mommy, daddy, and I'm Season three of The Boys we were going to discuss today. I finished it a couple weeks ago. I believe you guys were watching it live as it came out. Um, I feel like I finished it the week after the finale actually came out. Um, But anyway, season three, uh, a lot of things were dealt with. You know what I like about this series? And we're not really going to keep this super formal. We're kind of going to be all over the place. So spoilers throughout. Uh, I'm not going to be able to contain myself. Uh, I'm going to, you know, shoot rope like... Like it happened in that uh, orgasm. Jeez, dude. <laughs> Don't I've, tell me about your vinegar strokes. I've never heard the phrase shooting rope until that. And I <laughs> I love it. I love the phrase shooting rope. I don't know why. I think it sounds disgusting and also funny at the same time. Um, but I will say, I was going to say about this show, um, uh, the showrunner of the show, who was the showrunner for uh, Supernatural. What seasons, Garrett? What was that? What seasons did he was? He did season one through five. <clears throat> um, Eric, uh, Kripke. 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 Uh, I saw an interview he did, um, midway through this season coming out that he f- hates when TV shows are like, hey, it's a ten part movie, basically. And, like, they all build to the last couple of episodes, and that's when shit happens. He's like, no, in my show, something happens every episode. Like, I want you to watch an episode and be like, oh, this was a full episode. Something happened. And so after that came out, I kind of paid more attention. I was like, yeah, something big fucking happens every episode of The Boys. And I think, like, the other way of doing it is almost like you have a certain amount of ideas, and you're kind of playing it safe. You don't want to give everything away, but... I feel like, in a way, this is almost kind of like, uh, like Eric. Has, he's got no fear whatsoever. He's just like, we're gonna box ourselves into a fucking corner and see how we get out of this. Because there's some things that happen in this series, um, whether it be something 
inconsequential to uh, a minor character, like in the first episode when uh, Mr. Uh, Shrinking Man goes up another man's penis and gets big and blows him up, <laughs> which is just like, <laughs> that's like something happens and it's fucking absurd and like, holy shit. But then you get later on when you get something like now A-Train is back to being full again because now he has the heart of that uh, Mr. Blue. Was it Blue Devil? No. Blue Hawk. Blue Hawk. A uh, person mm-hmm. that he killed for being uh, racist in his neighborhood. And now he's able to be who he wants to be again. Like, there's things like that. Like, it, it, it can be big things like that that happen each episode. Or it can be something where you're just like, holy shit. Like, like uh, in, well, I'll speak of a hero gasm when uh, Mr. Jensen, uh, Jensen Eccles himself, uh, Soldier Boy, goes crazy and kills all those people. Uh, an accident, but also from PTSD. But also, it's just like holy shit, like, like stuff like that. Like people die all the time in this show. Well, so like think about what we were talking about last week with like kind of a little bit of Marvel fatigue. Like this show is so refreshing because it's got a lot of good action. There's actually steaks involved, and I know how much uh, Alex likes those medium rare steaks. Oh yeah. Um, it's just nice to see something that's like unique and different and not formulaic. Uh, and also, side note, uh, if you thought this hero gasm was raunchy, you guys need to read the six issue uh, miniseries from the boys because holy shit, it's just superheroes fucking like all the time. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, but it, uh, yeah, I thought the season was great. Um, I think it did kind of take a step back from season two. You know, season two had so much plot development with uh, Becky uh, and, uh, you know, and Stormfront. And so obviously Homelander's trajectory through the season, you know, continuing to like go off his knocker. But uh, the rest of the cast, you know, I I didn't think they I think they grew some, but like I thought they were pretty stagnant. Um, I I, I did think there were some storylines where I was just like. Uh, is this really got to be a thing? Like, yeah. um, kind well, of the big one, uh, killing yeah. black noir. Uh, and then there's rumors that he's coming back this next season. And it's going to be somebody else. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, if they want to cover it up, nobody knows who the fuck he is anyway. So just put it. Yeah, guy that's in. true. Um, God, I was going to say, like, I think the mother's milk, Mr. Marvin, his story, his kind of like B storyline with the family and his kid. I think that's good. Um, the oh the A train. That's what I was gonna say. I don't think the A train thing is really that interesting, and they like drag it out for most of the season. And while I do like how it ends that storyline, I feel like it gave up a lot of time for something I really didn't care about that much. So like, it feels like I was trying to redeem A train, but also like skating the line that he's still a piece of shit. And like at the end, even if he's trying to do something good, he still doesn't know how to do it because he's not he's not a good person. He's still a bad person. Like when he gave up, um. God, um, what Sonic, name? what's his name? Sonic, not Sonic. Supersonic. Blue. There you go. When he gave him up to uh, Storm, um, Storm. <laughs> Storm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And and then he killed him, and, and all this stuff happened. I was like, it, it, that's what I was like. It was like you're trying to make him redeem in, in our eyes, but he's still selfish. So I felt like that was supposed to be an arc, and I never felt like he got there. And, uh, and I think at the end, you're supposed to feel bad for him when his brother's like, 
just leave, get out of here. And I just felt like, yeah, get the fuck out of there. Dude. Well, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I never, ever felt bad for. That's what I'm trans. saying. I feel like they try to make you feel bad for him, though. The only thing that I've, I've noticed, so at least like in season one and even kind of in season two, there's always an, an end plot to taking out some bag, some hero who honestly is a bad guy. So Translucent was the first guy in the first series, first season that got killed. And I don't remember anyone else who really got murdered in that one. Then in the second one, you get the Stormfront buildup. And I get that was she was the big baddie for the series or season. This one, you think it's going to be Homelander, and of course, it turns into spoilers, uh, Soldier Boy, which you know nothing really bad happened through Soldier Boy. Though once he got taken out, he just got apprehended. It's not like they killed him. Um, I guess for me though, and it's not it's not necessarily a gripe. I love this show. I can't get enough watching it. Every time it came out, I had to stay up later to watch it. Um, but I want. I want the boys to actually be able to start taking some people out and for there to be some finite. And I guess maybe they didn't have to finish anybody off. Black Nora got killed by uh, Homelander himself. Queen Maeve, she joined the good guys, joined the boys. So she got to retire on her own, you know, on her own feet. So I guess it's, I'm looking for more death. There wasn't as much death as I was expecting of heroes. There's plenty of death. That's where I'm kind of coming from is like, I think this season was like, whoa, we just gave you a lot of big things in season two, season three, we're not going to do as much. I mean, there were still quite a bit, but I I felt like it was like, yeah, a lot less. uh, I actually, there's a lot less big, like the main issue, the main thing has been resolved. So they're kind of just trying to find their footing on what is important for this going forward. And I felt like it was almost a reset of some characters, like. Huey finding out that he's not useless and he can be useful in his own ways. Uh, the um, <laughs> uh, Starlight, uh, I was, was going to say Stormlight. Starlight, you know, find out she doesn't need to be part of the Seven uh, and that she could go on off on her own and do her own thing. Like, I think, feel, I think next, like, it was sitting up a lot of that shit uh, going forward. We got a lot of Billy. Uh, his like backstory with his brother, which actually I, I thought was fantastic, and how yeah, why he anything treats, with Billy was just so good. While he treats Huey the way he does, and like his way of kind of coming to terms with that, and I feel like, and then obviously the Queen Maeve stuff. Like I thought there was a lot, and then the deep stuff. I felt like also like that. That was more. Oh God, <laughs> the deep. He's the comedic relief. I feel like honest. yeah, that's comedic relief. But but even like the Frenchy stuff, which is fine, but I feel like maybe there's a little too much. But I like, think the main crux of it, though, the Billy Butcher stuff, the Huey, the Starlight stuff, and the Queen Maeve. Um, and then also, obviously, our boy himself, Mr. Homelander. Um, like the Homelander stuff, when he realizes that, you know what? At the beginning of the season, he feels like he's shackled and that they got him dead to rights. And then he realizes, no, they don't. Like, the fuck are they going to do? Like, I could go crazy and kill all of them. Like what? Do, I don't. What do I care about these people? And then you realize he does care about what the people think, but then he slowly realizes that there's a subset of those people that will still that will like this version of him, and he'd rather live up to uh, to what they see as him than the other people. And like that finale when he kills that guy in front of everybody and they all cheer, especially the the, uh, the uh, stepdad of uh marvin's uh, oh kid. yeah and they all cheer and he goes all right like 
I think this season, like, we will see it as almost like the new chapter of the boys that set the season for season four up about like where this was going to go. And I just think there's a lot of character stuff in this one versus the other ones. You were right. There's a lot of plot stuff in the other ones and a lot of, we resolved a lot of big plot things. And this one was like, even so much as uh, Becky's son, Homelander's son, like wanted to be with his dad and wanting to, you know, be like his dad. Like he did not care. That guy got killed either. So like, are we also now like building up uh, another potential? Like, are there gonna be two Homelanders around, and how bad is that gonna be for everybody? Well, dude, that's sm- the kid. You know, smiled at the end of the season. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> everyone's everyone's screwed now. So, uh, I would say my favorite oh. part of the season, though, is like Soldier Boy. I thought Jensen Ackles did an amazing job. Like, he was hey, definitely a breakout star. I will in that say, role. as somebody who's never watched more than a couple episodes of Supernatural. That man just, you know, coming out of his fucking pores is just cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, Big old beard, like, like literally, like, I'm just going to kill you. Like, the you whole know, like, fucking time he's on screen, I was just like, I like this motherfucker. Even when he turned bad at the end, I was like, God, I hope he could still be around. I knew he probably wasn't going to be, but I was like, it, it, it literally made me be like, maybe I should go watch Supernatural because I like this guy. Oh, it's so good. And like his conversation with Homelander where he's like kind of talking to him like a father with a son. He's like, I just didn't know my son would be a fucking disappointment. You know, and I was just like, oh, my God, that was the best line ever. <laughs> and also and about Black Homelander's Noir. face was just like, what? <laughs> you know, and he, <laughs> I was going to say also about Black Noir, like you were talking about before, when he has like his flashbacks about like how a piece of shit Soldier Boy is and you see mm-hmm. that. And you see that, like, Homelander, like, maybe that's why he's the way he is. Like, yeah, he didn't uh, he didn't have him as a father, but maybe genetically, like, this guy's always been a piece of shit. He's supposed to be, like, a type of cl- almost clone of his, he's not really a, his son, he's more like a clone. And, yeah. And uh, Soldier Boy was broken in the same ways, but even then, like you mentioned, you mentioned, he still was like, the fuck's this? Like, this is really the guy that's out here representing you know, my lineage, like this guy. And I almost think he's worse than Homelander, but then Homelander almost takes it as a challenge to be like, the fuck am I doing? I should be better than this guy. Well, I liked when they all ganged up on Homelander and like he almost, and like he, it was kind of like giving a potential that, oh, he can die. Um, and he just gets the F out of there. I was like, damn, that was intense. Like I knew they wouldn't kill him because obviously that's probably end game, you know, but. Uh, Stormfront dies early on, breaks Homel- Homelander. Um, I like that story. <laughs> I mean, even uh, and Nadia stuff in this season, even going back and forth whether she's bad or good, bad or good. Um, and then we, somebody we uh, uh, hadn't mentioned yet to this point when uh, Mister um, Giancarlo, what's it, what's his name in the show? Stan Edgar. Uh, Stan Edgar. Mm-hmm. Kind of exits stage left because Homelander is taking over. I don't think that's the last time, obviously, we see that character. And I am curious where that goes. Like, is Stan Edgar ever going to. Is he going to make a deal with Billy Butcher to give him shit to take out Homelander so that way he gets back the company? Like, that's something we think he's about. Gotta, he's got to take care of his uh, stepdaughter first, or his. She's the daughter. Yeah. 
the head I, blower up. Oh, there. yeah. And at the end, we see uh, Homelander made to deal with her, going and kill the uh, vice president uh, or the person that was running with uh, Mr. Dakota Bob. And, uh, and now she's the vice president uh, running or running for vice president with Mr. Dakota Bob. Uh, announced in Sioux Falls at the end there. I don't really, yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck they were, but I never seen that place before. Um, it must be. Well, like, it's because, uh, that's his running joke because, uh, Bobby and Supernatural lives in Sioux Falls and his name is, uh, uh, well, it's Jim Beaver, but, uh, you know, Dakota Bob, uh, Bobby Singer based off, uh, I think it's Eric Singer is the executive producer. It's, it's fucking hilarious. It's cool that he's kind of like in Sioux Falls in multiple <laughs> locations. Dakota Bob. But yeah, I mean, he grew up here. That's according to the uh, the lore of the boy. So I, I really like the season. I I mean, you guys, I think, have a, a, a good point about the plot stuff. Definitely more character stuff. I think the good thing here is that most of these characters are so intriguing and so greatly written that I would see, I would watch and enjoy a whole season of them just trying to figure themselves out like this. Well, I do uh, agree, and I just like you two. I think you would both absolutely love the boys' comic book series. Like, I don't think I've laughed harder uh, uh, in a comic book, and like, I read. It took me like a whole year to read the whole series, but damn, it was just so funny. Um, I think you guys would love it. So I think you should definitely check it out someday. Did you Try like to read the whole series? So. Yeah, Derek Robertson and and uh Garth Ennis. Yeah, Garth Ennis. Just beautiful. Garth it, Ennis. it ended so awesomely and damn. I oh Tom Devine, he's right he's a big boys fan, so but yeah, totally recommend the boys because uh fucking amazing but yeah the season was good i like season two more season three was great though and uh exciting news this week they started filming season four so oh yeah yeah i do also like that it's eight episodes in and out eight feels good eight one hour episodes right get a couple the first day you get two or three the first time and then you finish (laughs) it out in five weeks and you're happy oh hey i found that article the boys showrunner slams TV series that aim to be 10-hour movies, F you. No, you're not. How many times have you heard a TV showrunner or he, actor okay, describe shut, his... Shut up. Uh, here's his quote. The downside of streaming is that you get a lot of filmmakers who work in streaming that necessarily didn't come from that network grind. They're more comfortable with the idea that they give you 10 hours, but nothing happens until the eighth hour. That drives me fucking nuts, personally. As a network guy who had to get people interested for 22 fucking hours a year... I didn't get the benefit of, oh, just hang in there and don't worry. The critics will tell you that by episode eight, shit really hits the fan. Or anyone who says, well, what I'm really making is a 10-hour movie. Fuck you. No, you're not. Make a TV show. You're in the entertainment business. <laughs> and uh, like I, I love said, Eric Griffey. Well, I, I got to give credit to Supernatural. That first episode that you get to see starts with the boom. The first big baddie that you get to go up against, she's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. And and to be fair, Sam and Dean are fantastic characters most of the time. I mean, earlier seasons, they are fantastically well-written. I do think as the show progressed, they kind of overstayed their welcome. That might be uh, fighting words with Garrett, but... How long? No, uh, I agree with you in some seasons. But Eric, how long was he on that show? 
How is who? How long was he the showrunner on Supernatural? Season one through five. Okay. And those were good outs? I yeah, think that's, one through three are the best. Four is when it starts to switch, but there are such, there are very well done episodes in that show, in those Dude, five seasons. Dude, season five is incredible, though. Mm. How many hey, seasons total? Ass butt. Fifteen. <laughs> You're right. Fifteen? Yeah. Fifteen seasons. Where have you been? I thought you were gonna say seven, bro. No, there's fifteen seasons, man. All right. Well, if I ever decide to watch it, I'm only watching like the first five. There's no way I'm watching fifteen fucking seasons. You need to watch the one, the one episode in season eleven where they team up with Scooby Doo. Okay. I will. That is mm-hmm. It is a good episode. Is that can I find that anywhere yeah, on streaming? I think Netflix, yeah. Oh, really? yeah, you're right. yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. two. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, shouldn't that be on HBO if it's nailed the CW? But um, we know how that's going. So um who knows if that Superman's show is gonna survive. But well, that's their best rated show, so that's the one that's got really a chance. You know, it, when he's speaking about twenty two episodes, like that's the thing is like I don't know if I can watch a show that's that long anymore, but that show Lois, I feel like it was like around that amount, maybe in the teens. It's thirteen. Yeah, that show felt a little long. There were a couple episodes they could have snipped out of there, but uh, I did enjoy that first season. But even then, it's like, I think you, what I was saying before, eight one-hour episodes. If you're going to do half an hour, you can stretch it out a little more. Uh, but if you're going to do hours, I think eight hours, there you go. In and out. I don't well, need- I think what Kripke said is a big middle finger to Marvel because they do that all the time. They do short episodes, give you nothing until the last two episodes. So I know. Maybe we talked about She-Hulk. I don't think that first episode is really a first episode. Like, it feels like nothing. It most yeah. it's a flashback. Well, so, episode two as well. So when when you, especially Corey, he came on here. He said people who review the first four say that kicks in about three and four. It's like what the, halfway you know, was done. Um, right. Yeah. So I do agree with him, and I think that's been an issue for a while, especially Stranger Things. Why I did enjoy. Nothing really happens until the fucking last like three episodes, and they really kind of circle that for a while. Uh, even though those characters, once again, are jo- enjoying and I do like hanging out with them, uh, sometimes it feels like they add stuff just to add stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, and The Voice, one of my uh, favorite shows coming out now, uh, even this se- season three is better than uh, a show that's going to drag its fucking feet. I'll tell you that much right now. I need to check out that animated uh, voice show. <laughs> Good. Yeah. You watched it? Yeah. Nice. It was good. I, uh, it's kind of like when you do a, oh, like anthology series, they all had maybe a different artist or a different animation type. It was good. Cool. So. There we go. The Boys, season three on Amazon. Uh, the Wake, Scott Snyder, Mr. Uh, Sean Murphy himself, and the comics coming out this week. Go to Rainbow Comics and Cards for more information on those. Roots of the Swamp Day.com. We talked about them earlier. Mr. John Boylan, uh, Holland Files number three. You know what? I actually forgot that I wrote an article for that one. So when I got it and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I wrote this. Um, mm-hmm. So Holland Files number three, if you want to see an article by me in there. Otherwise, go to rootsoftheswampthing.com. Follow him on Twitter at DC World Swampy or on Facebook at Roots of the Swamp Thing for all your avatar of the green needs. Um, go to WednesdayComics.com. Subscribe to the show. Go to WednesdayComics.com. Click on the website button. As Garrett mentioned earlier in the show, uh, a few new... 
uh, shirt designs. Uh, one was uh, per Garrett's request, so I went and put that baby up there. And then while I was up there, I was like, you know what, let me throw a couple more on here. Uh, and then I figured we should get a hashtag guest host one a shirt. So he's on there also. <laughs> um, I think, you know what, they don't make, they uh, do they make hats on there? I don't think we have hats. No, no hats. Would love a hat. You tea public, I might talk uh, to them about getting some hats. Uh, I would love would a hat cool. with that picture right in front. Hashtag guest host one. People would be like, who's that guy? And I'd be like, you don't know the Entertainment King of the inter- from the Entertainment Capital of the World? Uh, you can call him to get wrong information about when shows come out. So you can call him to not hear about why he's called Amazing Fantasy 1000. I'm sure that's some sort of uh, Marvel uh, marketing thing they're doing, but I'm just curious. What comics did they add up to do that? <laughs> you know? Jeez. 605-215-1849 or leave us a message at WednesdayComics.com. WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. Also send us an email or go on Twitter at WednesdayComics at AP Keaton at Garot2188 and at Marvin underscore Salguero. Also on Facebook at Wednesday Comics. Find us there. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. You know, fall's coming, Alex. It's nice and comfortable in the in this recording studio today. Uh, September's coming up. We got Supercon on the horizon. Mr. Beaver himself, as you mentioned, will be there. Dakota Bob himself, uh, right in his hometown. Uh, getting comfortable. They're, they're gonna, oh, they're shooting season four. So uh, who knows? He might be coming in right after they're done with it. So uh, might have to give him a little. Well, from I like it. Be like, hey. <laughs> So let me let you. He's going to be a big part of that season four then, because uh, the way that they made it seem like that's the next plot line is him and Nadia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Phil Hester also will be there. Uh, friend of the show, Phil Hester, also going to be in a book uh, with Tom King. Uh, so we'll uh, see if we can talk to him about that. Uh, more news about that coming up here on Wednesday Comics. So make sure to uh, subscribe to the show, Wednesday Comics. Dot com or any of the podcast catchers that you use, Spotify, iTunes, excuse me, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, Stitcher Radio, uh, a million others too, but you can go westacomics.com and see them there. Uh, good show, guys. Nice talking. Um, like I said before, it, well, it, it does sound gross to you guys because you've heard it before. Shooting rope, for me, is a new phrase that I just found out and uh, uh, it it's it's hilarious to me. I don't know why. So, <laughs> you think any? Do you think it's a phrase that most people know? Do you guys knew that before they said it in the show? No, no. Oh, you didn't. Okay, I thought you no. said. I thought you were saying it's a thing that you know. You're just saying it's no. It, it's newly discovered. I I, I literally <laughs> were around that a couple of times because the guy just saying shooting rope and then that happening made me laugh so much. I don't know why. It's just so absurd. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, because that character's name is Marvin, and I was like, "Why do they always got to shit on Marvin?" You know what I mean? <laughs> Marvin can never be the main character; can never be the hero. In Pulp Fiction, there's a Marvin. His fucking head gets blown off. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Marvin's a depressed robot. When's he ever gonna get his due? God damn it! <laughs> Wednesday Comics. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey everyone, enjoy the fall and keep turning those pages. This is-